Let's fucking get into this shit. We all ready, boys? Yeah. I'm gonna take a hit of the vape real quick. <sighs> Save my moment. Fucking vapist. When centrists send their people, they're not sending their best. <laughs> they're fence sitters, vapists. Some I assume are good people. <laughs> Welcome to the Grillcast, the only podcast in the world dedicated to radical centrism. I'm your host, Ryan, and joining me as always is Micah. What's going on, big guy? Good to be here, man. It's always good to be here with my with my boy Micah. And we have a very special returning guest here today, the owner of the Extreme Centrist Memes for Hardline Moderates page. What's going on, buddy? How are you doing? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm doing great. I do love your uh, your intro tune, I've got to admit. It gets me every time. I know, like, you know, I'll be really low energy before before popping that on. And that song, it just powers me up. It fuels me. It's like a nuclear reactor. <laughs> it's fucking, it, it's wonderful. It really it's is. certified um, pop. It's a certified banger. Exactly. Uh, this is episode 50 of the Grillcast, which I, I want to take a moment to just talk about how we here at the Grillcast keep it 50. We don't keep it 100, you know, that's a little too much. <laughs> a little too powerful uh we don't keep it zero you know you keep it zero you're nothing you're you're less than dirt but when you keep it 50 you, you it's a nice moderate smooth ride it's that it, sweet it gets spot. you there it gets you there in a timely orderly fashion so keep it 50 people keep it 50 uh, i just wanted to commend uh our, our guest uh, a little bit um because you know we're, we're obviously fans of the page and uh one of the things i like so much about his uh his little community uh is that uh i look at like the likes and i see like which of my friends like the page and it, it's literally like every like everybody on my friends list different different size like progressives communists like far right libertarian centrist it's like he's like thanos with the infinity rings and <laughs> and, he, and he's fueled each stone is like one side of the political persuasion it's it's a source of his power and he can snap and wing cuts just disappear in the gtfo <laughs> it's amazing it really is and uh you know i've taken a big liking to the project you've been working on lately um i wanted to give you the opportunity here on the shill cast to uh explain a little bit about what's going on you're writing a novella yeah, you're asking uh, yeah, people thanks. for money. Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. I'll be uh, getting the check in the post, uh, as we discussed. But um, yes, yes, I've been working on a project to see if I can convert my meme page into actual real money. And apparently, yeah, you can. Like, You just have to <laughs> produce an extended schizo post over the course of several <laughs> weeks. And uh, yeah, people seem to have Who, who would have thunk? Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Yeah, it's, it's a little hard to explain, but basically it's a um, it's a novella based on a series of memes about, I don't even know, it's like a, <laughs> you know, it's a world building series of political compass memes about some settlers on an island that's inhabited by a demon and the demon's kind of native worshippers. And yeah, people like the memes, so I've made more, made more memes. And then eventually I thought, you know, this people want this to be a book, like, 
I'm not going to say no. And apparently people are willing to put a thousand pounds towards it. What's the uh, format kind of, is it going to be like a graphic novella? It, is so that how mainly... you say novel? Is that how you, hold on, is that how you say novel? <laughs> so, well, they're different. So a novella is just a shorter novel. Oh, okay. Okay. Excuse my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we Americans, we don't really do the whole reading thing, uh. the whole books thing. It, it's a it's a concept that goes beyond our uh, expertise. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, you know, one of the things when I was looking at it is that uh, your characters are modeled off, like, political compass, basically. Like, yeah. And there's there's so many characters, too. It seems like a Game of Thrones-esque universe where there's just, like, all these different factions. And, it, you know, uh, without it being all on paper and being extended, it's kind of hard for me to follow. Mm. Um, it makes me feel like I'm some sort of smooth brain. <laughs> or maybe, have, have you been taking, like, a lot of Adderall to produce this? Like, how do you how do you have such, like, a wealth of... Uh, go through the creative such process. Such a wealth of characters. Yeah, go through the creative process. Thank you, Micah. <laughs> That's a good question. So, uh, it kind of, the first one kind of almost made itself like you know i had this idea in my head that i've been mulling on for a few days what are these characters and i was like oh i could write a story about this but that sounds like you know that would take adderall and so i'll just make a make a political compass meme you know that's easy um and then so that one made itself the other ones kind of you know took a bit longer a little bit more thought a little bit more you know just it's a, but it's a creative process i mean it's kind of it's one of those things you know it just just happens just happens it's hard to know where it comes from i just hope it's not from a demon i suppose so can you can you tell us about uh the demon character his name's like car carnazio yeah carnazio <laughs> and uh maybe a couple of other characters that are your favorites to you know highlight to give us an idea of what's going on here what to look yeah. forward to so Carnazio, he's a you know demon like your classic Christian demon, but he's got himself a pretty good gig because he's found himself on this like little island. You know, there's no Christians there until the beginning of the story, and it's just these natives who you know they he just for all they know he's just their god and they just kind of follow him. You know, he's got a pretty cushy like the demon version of an he's easy desk job. Yeah, he's loving life until obviously these pesky Christians get shipwrecked on his island, and then <laughs> you know he has to torment them with incomprehensible horrors to get rid of them um and yeah among the, the settlers you know they're a, a wide mix of people ranging from I, I, I do like based crusader 14 so he is your kind of you know your classic like based trad nationalist catholic whatever who uh also is you know a fan of uh, a bit of femboy hand-drawn art every now and then and uh, right, that's, that's what it's all about. It's, everyone's got, you know, their uh, their weaknesses and their sins, and it's all about the uh, struggle between them and the the demons. Yeah, that's something that uh, a lot of the right wing tread people do. They do that, but then they have that skeleton in their closet. Mm. Maybe they uh, secretly cross dress. Maybe they do some stuff like that. I, I do like how you've um, created and modeled these characters after the political compass. I mm. think that that's an interesting concept for making a, uh, a you know a series and understanding people's motivations. I, I was just going to ask you, is this kind of going to be one of those things? Because the way you frame it makes it seem like um, the Carnazial is almost like the um, the anti, the uh, kind of an anti-hero or like, you know, the um, 
the empathetic villain, I guess, because like like you said, it, it seems like he's, you know, he's just vibing. Like, sure, he's a demon, <laughs> but like he, he can't control that. It's an immutable characteristic. I mean, that's it's not his fault that he was, you know, he's a demon. And you have you, you see here that he's being put into a self-defense situation. Hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just completely out of completely out of his control. He's or her control. I don't mean I don't mean to misgender your fictional <laughs> demon character. If that's I would like to uh call your attention to the character gemini i've just put the compass in the bottom of in the discord chat she's uh i believe would share your opinion because <laughs> there is of course being a lib left corner of the compass there's always got to be someone that says uh well actually maybe yeah the yeah, demon yeah. Was here first. so from his perspective <laughs> we're the demons and you know who's to yeah. say that human sacrifice is objectively wrong moral moral relativism yeah is certainly uh yeah. valid and cute <laughs> yeah, and it says a lot about our society. It does. Are there any uh in the, in the interest of um, you know, exploring centrism where where centrist shills here, are there any characters that fall under the radical centrist moniker? See, there aren't quite because of course if there was a radical centrist character, they would be objectively correct and without flaws and would solve all of the problems, which I think inherently <laughs> ruins a story. So I think the closest we get to this I is can the ordinary that. dad. Closest we yeah. get is the ordinary dad. Closest you know, he's, that, just yeah. a, he's just a griller, but he's uh, he's a little bit to the author right. So uh, while he was born to grill, he has been forced to kill, and I think that takes away from the centrism <laughs> a little bit. Many such cases. <laughs> yeah, if you had a if you had a radical centrist character, it'd be like Hank Hill just going in and fixing yeah. everyone's problems. <laughs> it'd, be the, it'd be the story is the Mar the Mary Sue of the story. You don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think the political compass is perfect because every character needs a flaw, and of course, every step you take away from the center is a flaw. <laughs> it's true. Writes itself. Where can we go to support this um, and learn more about it? I I know you have a Kickstarter page. You're saying how much how much cash you got flowing in right now, buddy? <laughs> so at the moment, I've got one thousand and sixty one pounds pledged, um, which Whoa! is double the goal. So I'm pretty chuffed about that. And uh, yeah, if people are interested in supporting it, if you just Google Terror on Every Side Kickstarter, or if you follow the link that I'm going to put in the chat, or if you're on my Facebook page, that's probably the easiest place to find it. And yeah, you can, for as little as a pound, you can get your hands on a PDF copy, or you can pirate it for free, but uh, I prefer it if you don't. <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. I saw, I, I saw for the, um, the biggest sub tier, the... Um, uh, yeah, that you get a signed pair of tongs if you're you... a good little sub and pay 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 the big bucks. <laughs> you do, you do. We've got some fun rewards, so I think yeah. The uh, if you if you join the Elite Grillers Only Club, which is sixty pounds pledge, or the Global Elite Influence for one hundred and twenty, you can get your hands <laughs> <Global> on <elite. laughs> a signed pair of barbecue tongs. And that's the Global Elite Influence. I think is a very special pledge amount because for that. I will just like shamelessly shill for your political cause for a month and you get to choose the political cause, you know, and my uh, meme all right. page will well, be at your I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, <laughs> sending the check. Uh, you should be getting it uh, <laughs> shortly. 
Yeah. I've just been pure chilling for the grill cast for a month. Imagine <laughs> people have actually gone for it. Like I was, like I almost put that in as a joke, but like people have actually pledged 120 pounds, which I think yeah. is. I mean, have they asked you what to shill for something yet? Or Not are they yet. like waiting? They're they're holding on to that. They're like it's just like some guy with a South American name that hasn't responded to my messages. So I'm just waiting for like <laughs> me to get the money and then for him to be like, uh, you know, you've got to shill for the other side in World War Three or something or like. Uh, yeah. yeah, or like he <laughs> he forces you to make posts about how Argentina is white for a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said a yeah. South African name. Is it Elon <laughs> Musk? <laughs> I'd be hoping Elon Musk could be paying a bit more than 120, but, uh, you know, I will shamelessly just defend him online as much as the sweatiest NFT fan for 120 pounds. I'll be putting the uh, Kickstarter link and your Facebook page link in the description for this video. My grill is, how could you not go and support this? You can get signed tongs for only, what, you said $60? That's a relic. No, 100, that is a century. <laughs> 120 British dollars, which is like 180 American dollars or something like that. 60 will get you okay. the barbecue tongs, but not the shilling. Okay, see, that's that's extreme centrist memorabilia. Oh. That's going to be worth so much more than 60, 60 pounds someday. You know, that that's an investment. If you're the type of person that would invest in cryptocurrency or NFTs or anything like that, you know, just don't do that. Buy these tongs, put them exactly. in like a display case, you know, preserve it, preserve it, because this novella is going huge. This novella is going huge. It's a banger. And uh, I want to express my support for that I, I like where this is going i appreciate the shilling your uh your 120 pounds should be on its way yeah <laughs> i'll take i'll take the tongs instead money's useless <laughs> to me but, money uh, is yeah cool so i guess we'll get into our uh articles and discuss the real show what not now now that we're it. done now that we're done shilling for our friend here so let's start off with uh kyle rittenhouse news now we'd all forgotten about this guy you know little kyle rittenhouse he, mm -hmm. he kind of fell off the map but he's coming back as a map <laughs> he's establishing a map organization now for people who don't know map minor attracted people i haven't seen him really no he calls his organization the map organization he's uh <laughs> Uh, that that's what he's going for it, it was something i didn't see coming but you know <laughs> i guess uh i, this, I guess what i'll do he did he i'll didn't. just play the video because i can tell you don't believe me he shot rosenbaum because he was competition Jesus Christ. <laughs> kyle thanks so much for coming on tonight i don't i can't think of many people who've been at the receiving end of this much sinister lying from so-called news organizations as you have how are you going to respond well, Tucker, thank you for having me. Um, of course. Me and my team have decided to launch the Media Accountability Project <laughs> as a tool to help fundraise and hold the media accountable for the lies they said and deal with them in court. Oh, wait a second. Interesting. So the idea it's is... It's uh, Maybe but, like the Covington Catholic puts the in their acronym? You will be suing news organizations I think, I that think maliciously lie about people on the who are in the news? Them. Yeah. Is that the plan? Yes, sir. We're going to be holding them accountable, Tucker. God, Kyle Rittenhouse, Do you, I'm, I'm sorry that I slandered his... you by calling you a map supporter. <laughs> Obviously, you're a T-map supporter. I think you guys are right. Uh, somebody definitely tapped him on the shoulder and was like, buddy, hey, hey, buddy, don't, don't call this the map 
the map organization, <laughs> buddy. Please. This video don't. just uh, this video just reminded me of how much I hate Kyle Rittenhouse's voice. Like it's actually worse <laughs> than yours. Yeah, I know he he does have a pretty bad voice, but you know he's such a God. He's such a cute little kid. Like I want to <laughs> give him one of those propeller beanie hats, and a giant, a comically oversized lollipop. <laughs> it pinches pinches chubby little cheek, and <laughs> yeah, let him know everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. That these people so, and their lies won't continue. Uh, so is that all he's doing? He's just he's just like going after people who were like talking shit during the trial. No, not so during the trial. There were people being like, "Oh yeah, like he's a murderer," blah blah blah. But um, he's going after people specifically who, after the trial, after he was acquitted for uh, mm-hmm. you know, being in a self defense situation. Right, right. I don't want to get sued, so I'm not going to say he murdered anyone. <laughs> um, he yeah. There's people who afterwards were like, "He's a murderer," and he got mm. off, and he's going to be suing Let's, those people. Let me. Let me ask the uh, extreme centrist who is not an American, what could be more American than shooting a bunch of people and then immediately afterwards suing a bunch of people for saying what you did was wrong? (laughs) (laughs) He's a a classic patriot. I'll give him that. I I respect it. I respect the commitment to the bit. Dude, it's the the grind. It's not even a bit, dude. He's, He's out here grinding. No, I do. I've got a lot of time for Carl Rittenhouse. I enjoyed the centrist move of him, just like coming out and endorsing BLM as soon as he was released. Yeah. Like he got all these boomers to donate millions for his legal defense. And then as soon as he's out, it's like, actually, no. I, <laughs> I also actually. like that he's a lifeguard, but he shot yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah. I think that's pretty Very centrist. centrist. <laughs> you know, he's got two sides. Inside Kyle Rittenhouse, sorry, that two is... wolves, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you might be wondering who who is Kyle Rittenhouse suing? There's so many people that have said a lot of things about him, and uh, I I have a video of him going over his target list. He has he has a list. He's checking oh it twice. Have to go through what I went through. Yeah, I mean they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage. It was advocacy. You have a lot of potential targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? And if so, when? Chad Pose. Um, Well, right now we're looking at quite a few uh, politicians, celebrities, athletes. Whoopi Goldberg. She called me a murderer after I was acquitted by a jury of my peers. Whoa. She went on to still Whoopi say General that. of Kekistan, oh. And there's others. Don't forget about <laughs> Sank from the Young Turks. He called me a murderer before verdict and continues to call me a murderer. Interesting. And, and what about the people who called you groundlessly a white supremacist, which makes it pretty hard to get a job for the rest of your life if you're a white supremacist. Really. <laughs> Will you be responding to them? Absolutely. We are going to hold everybody who's lied about me accountable, such as um, uh, everybody who <laughs> lied called me a white supremacist. Yeah. They're all going to be held accountable, and we're going to handle them in a courtroom. Kyle Rittenhouse, I appreciate you announcing that tonight, the Media Accountability Project, and of course we're... <laughs> so who specifically are you going to go for? Uh, well, people, you know, ev- people who everyone. lied... <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a better uh, marksman than he is a public speaker <laughs> yeah he can't do it all right 
I, t- I take issue with the uh, statement that uh, it's hard to get a job if you're a white supremacist. I mean, they get jobs in the federal government all the time, as we all know. And Fox News. You just you just send in a piece of paper with your name that says, I hate minorities, and you get instantly hired. <laughs> That's just your that's your cover letter. Yeah. Your resume is like, yeah, I've been all the I've hate been, crimes uh, you've committed. I was the grand wizard in this chapter of the KKK and Oh, you can work at the Department of Agriculture, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, sure, join the ATF. Yeah. I'm just I'm just happy to see uh Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, still putting himself out there. I thought that, you know, maybe he would just go disappear, try and live a normal life, uh put this all behind him. But he's not going to do that. He's going to go after the people oh, who no. said that, yeah. you know, shooting people bad. You see how smug he looked as well? I don't know if you noticed, but he looks very smug. <laughs> he's modeling himself after the smug Pepe. Yeah. He's seen all the Kyle Rittenhouse Pepe. He kind of looks pepe <laughs> But kind of like more like could, a duck. Like, like a now that he's been acquitted, duck. he he could he could literally make jokes about him killing. Like he could do he could pull an OJ Simpson and just like like flagrantly make jokes about killing <laughs> these people and just be like, hey, 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 yeah. can't touch this. <laughs> Has he done the uh, the old Zimmerman and sold the gun yet? No. Oh, okay, so here's, Zimmerman. <laughs> here's something that pisses me off: is afterwards he actually ended up destroying the gun. Oh, instead of selling wow. it, he's like, "We need to destroy this," and I don't like to think about it, and blah blah blah. Just bullshit. Like, obvious. You know that. Like, we all saw him after he got out of court. That picture where he's like in the car and he's just like bumping fucking trap music, <laughs> Zoomer trap. And <laughs> <laughs> he's super happy. Super happy. You do know, though, that the reason that he's destroyed it is so that, like, at the end of the next film, he can, like, dramatically reforge it into a new, more powerful gun when things get bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He's going to be, like, chop. He's going to be in Alaska. He's going to be, like, wearing a flannel, chopping wood. (laughs) The government's going to come in in, like, a helicopter. No, no, I left that behind. I don't do that anymore. You're the only one who can... uh, Rittenhouse 2, this time it's personal. (laughs) You're the only one who can shoot those brave activists. I don't do that anymore. I have a family now. Gage with a robot arm. (laughs) Cyborg Rosenbaum. (laughs) Reanimated. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Good stuff. So yeah, that's what Kyle's up to now. Um So we speaking of Kyle Rittenhouse, uh have you guys heard about Kyle Kittenhouse? Has he started an OnlyFans? Please don't tell me he started an OnlyFans. <laughs> Kyle Kittenhouse is the name I've given the Portland Antifa shooter. Uh over the weekend there was an Antifa <laughs> protest. It, it was in Portland. It was regarding some black guy who got shot in uh, Minneapolis. And for some reason, Portland loves to like they, they're culturally appropriative. Like they protest for things that have nothing to do with their city. They're like some guy in Botswana stubbed his toe. Let's go burn <laughs> down a local business, right? And so, um, 
Yeah, there was a anti-police brutality protest in Portland, and it got shot up by some guy. Uh, his name's Ben Smith. He's a 43-year-old machinist, and most importantly, he's a furry <laughs> who goes by Polly <laughs> Bun. Kyle oh Kittenhouse, a.k.a. Polly Bun. Polly Bun. Um, What's his persona? His persona is a rabbit. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's he's the rabid rabbit. And he uh he he lived in Portland. He got sick and tired of people protesting near him. And I have some screenshots to go over. This news was broken on Twitter last night between um this wasn't reported by the mainstream media until early of today. Not. Uh so it was broken by Antifa investigators online, which people online, wingcucks online who have no life and just have hours to investigate and do deep dives on people. Honestly, they're they're the most powerful information sources that we have. Uh, so, okay, yeah, let's just go over what this guy says here. Let me go ahead and... Props to Antifa, honestly. Kind of, kind of based. Uh, yeah. Uh, we do an epic handshake with them on that one. GG Antifa. GG. From John the Lefty on Twitter. The Portland mass shooter has been identified as Ben Smith, 44, who has a history of violence and has vocally talked about killing Antifa and BLM protesters in the past. He has become more radicalized over the two, last two years and is a fan of Andy. I, I never know no, how to say his No, I think last it's no. Name. No, I, NGO. I like NGO better. It sounds sounds better. And this is a this is a picture of him. This is look at this guy right here. That is the chin of a wing tuck. I, mean, I I think that there's there should be a new law established, like a logic law or whatever the fuck they're called. That's like the the more of a wing tuck you are, the worse your jawline is. <laughs> He looks like the main character of Cuck Simulator. It's really amazing. <laughs> oh um, my god, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, who does this guy... This I He's making me think of something. I can't put my fucking finger on it. And then you said it. And I'm like, oh my god, that's the guy. You thought it, I said it. That's uh, centrism in action, baby. Ben Smith is not a homeowner. And the killing <laughs> was politically motivated. He is a part of the furry community, which has a history of alt-right ties. Furries fall all across the political spectrum though reports that he sells ghost guns as an and is a gun fanatic and uh there's a picture here from the article does the furry community have a nazi problem and this most prominently <laughs> displayed furry the one with the uh ss uniform on with the paw print armband instead of a swastika that's a furry that goes by fox lawyer <laughs> um he he gained some fame for going to fur cons and wearing that get up and uh, causing seethe and butthurt based off of that. Which it always it always it's crazy to me that uh you know furries aren't smart people, so it's not that crazy that one would be a Nazi, but like they'd be the first in the gas chambers. They'd be fucking euthanized immediately, right? They'd be put down. I don't. I don't know. It's why? Weird to me. Like, why do you guys think it is that the these people are always like this? Like these these murders and and like killers always have some niche cringe hobby. Like they watch way too much. They're way too into anime, or they they do fucking furry shit, or because um, they're just men with daddy issues. It's just the male version of having pink hair and supporting communism. 
Like, do you guys remember? You guys remember that guy, yeah, that YouTuber? Really is. You guys remember that YouTuber that had his own like Danny Phantom fanfic, mm. and then he like shot up the store and, and then killed himself <laughs> so he could be like part of the fanfic. Oh, He's like, you know, I'm like, going ghost. <laughs> no, like, is it like this? Like, is this just is this American or is this does this happen in in Britain too? Because I heard about this guy in Britain who's writing a novella about this like car car nauseal <laughs> demon thing, and I'm like, I'm slightly concerned. <laughs> That they might end up doing something like this. <laughs> I'll have you know, I have a good relationship with my father, and I'm a good Christian boy. You know what's no, funny about you. you? What what you said about them all having daddy issues is uh, he does write because I have some chat logs of uh, this guy talking in furry Discord and Telegram groups. And one of the things that he writes is that his father was a walking Jim Bean bottle or something like that. Like, you hit the nail on the head. This guy has daddy issues. And I also want to highlight uh, that Ben Smith is not a homeowner thing. <laughs> Very um, cringe. Very cringe. Very cringe. But this is always a rentoid problem. Like, if you have a stake in your community and have, you know, money and stuff, you're not going to be going and doing cringe shit like this. And the reason why this Antifa brings this up is because uh, the, the initial reports from the arrest is that the person arrested was a homeowner, a local community homeowner, and uh, not politically motivated. And so Antifa did some digging and found out that actually this guy's a rentaway. <laughs> um, it go he goes on to say Portland mass shooter Ben Smith followed Andy No on YouTube. Sources say he was a big fan of No. It's unclear Ben Smith knew about JFPK march from Andy No. No demonized them as armed extremists that attacked the public. Smith called victims terrorists before opening fire. So basically what what I found out from this is that Andy this is Andy No's fault. <laughs> yeah. For sure. You should feel really bad about this because uh, he basically pulled the trigger himself. <laughs> he uh, he brainwashed this guy into thinking that these protesters in his city annoyed him. I mean, we all know this is a tale as old as time with journalists. I mean, this is this is basically what they do. I was just going to say, you know, like if it wasn't for journalists like you know far-right furries would just be normal healthy members of society you know to... <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly how many people did he kill uh he killed one <laughs> he shot five killed one that's the other thing like ratio god i don't even i don't even ratio. <laughs> <laughs> i don't I don't know if I should say this, but don't you think, like, it's really good that there haven't been any radical centrist, like, mass shooters, because they do such a better job. Exactly. How do you shoot five people and only kill one? Like, was he using a pellet gun? What's wrong with this guy? I don't know. I just feel like... You know, do you know why... uh, Somebody with an IQ... I'm sorry, go ahead. Do you know why why, uh, radical centrists would make uh, much more lethal uh, killers? Why because that? they aim center mass. Hey. Ah. True. E. True. I would stunned by the fact that Hiroshima and Nagasaki were radical centrist acts of terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. See, we get oh, shit yeah. done. Yeah. Um, to keep going through this thread, uh, Portland police made definitive statements about the Portland mass shooter that weren't important details, but make the shooter look less culpable, that he was a homeowner and he didn't have political affiliations. Both of these are wrong. So the police 
slandered centrists by saying that, uh, you know, this guy who couldn't even kill more than one person in a mass shooting was a centrist. <laughs> I, that, that's the first that's the first uh, tell right there that something's wrong. You're like, wait, he only got one. <laughs> No, he has to have an IQ below 100. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, ben Smith goes by Polybun. He caught Furry's attention for his anti-Semitism, Nazi sympathies, and desire for the Proud Boys to do a mass shooting like he ended up carrying out. He was in a free fur all chat that was being called NaziCon by anti-racist furries. There oh is a uh, furry civil war. <laughs> Classic furry and fighting. <laughs> yeah, there's like commie furries, Nazi yeah. furries, and they have just as big of problems with each other, but somehow make it even more cringe than the average Winkup dispute. <laughs> Not that I'm implying anything about this outside of Minecraft, but like synthetic fur is incredibly flammable. Excuse me? <laughs> you know, I'm I'm honestly surprised that there's never been anybody that shot up a fur convention. <laughs> I, I don't think anyone should. I think you know, Yeah, no, nobody should, should do that. Be That's allowed terrible. to be weird. That's yeah. terrible. But I'm surprised it's never happened. I would hate to see that. Mm. <laughs> okay. Important note, important note to cap this off. Furries have been working to kick Nazis and right-wing extremists out of their community for years, and this guy does not represent the furry community. I respect it. So, we need to acknowledge all right attempts to co-opt and force their way into counter-cultures. Is that a fair representation of the furry movement? Is it a counter-culture? I mean, I guess it kind of is. I I mean, I don't know what you... What is... What are you countering? I don't... I mean, in the sense that it's repulsive to most normal people, I guess it's a counterculture. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're countering uh, being somebody that I'd want to spend even two minutes around. But you lived with furries, didn't you? <laughs> you know, I did. Um, oh. I did live with furries. The ones, I, I had a couple roommates. So I used to live in a house of like 10 people in my uh, college age years. A couple of them were furries. And what's funny is that they were probably the most normal people in the house. Wow. Yeah. You know, other well. than being gay, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I'll put up a picture, show you a picture of his persona, because it really is, it, it, you look at it and it's terror, you know, you look at it and it's like, this is, this is the guy. Imagine, um, yeah, imagine this guy walks up to you and starts shooting. <laughs> this guy walks up to you. <laughs> Looking like a character from Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> This is the only picture I could find of his persona. It was uploaded 14 years ago onto furaffinity.com. So this is a guy, this is what wing cuckery, what internet-induced autism does to people. 14 years ago, this guy is getting into it. And he's been, his mind, it's like his mind has been in an oven. And it's just been baking and baking and baking. And now it's it's burning. There's smoke billowing out. The wing cuck conversion is complete. And he goes and does this. I have a yeah. chat log here where he talks about hating trans people, which I think is hilarious because, mm. like, how can you be a 
How can you be a furry and feel a sense of superiority over anyone? Okay, here we go. Someone with nothing to live for and struggles with suicide every day, dot, dot, dot. So a tranny. All trannies are scum. I love how they are, like, pulled threatening to bring guns. Bitch, wrong. I'm promising I'm bringing guns because I bring guns with me everywhere. Because guns are awesome. And, uh... <laughs> Response? This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is in response to, um, him getting attention for, uh, being... He, he got kicked out of a Oregon fur, fur con, or told he can't come because he's like, I'm gonna bring guns with me. Comes anyway. <laughs> to a free-for-all. That's... That, that, that was their fur con. Oh, yeah, here's him talking about... Like, he, he's... This is what these wingcucks do, is they get super mad about, like, Antifa or whatever, and, like, they just fantasize in their head for years about going and doing this and, like, uh. shooting some people because they have, like, no power, uh, no power over it, and they need, like, a little bit of control. And again, they are better armed than you think and much more willing to shoot. Notices your concealed carry. Ooh, ooh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I have one. I have one that's better than this, actually. Dude, how many fucking JPEGs do you have? <laughs> Nazis are socialists, and socialists suck. Says another furry deployed Dems are the real racists. And uh, <laughs> Polybon says, although if you make me choose one socialist or the other, I'm taking the Nazis over Antifa. Nazis have way, way hotter uniforms. <laughs> This is this is what wing cucks do. That's how wing cucks choose their ideology. This is what you do. You turn twelve, <laughs> you decide which one has the cooler aesthetics, and then you're like, yeah, yeah, I kind of like That's this whole literally like, me. calling people comrade thing. That's literally <laughs> me. Oh yeah, I like Untermensch or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, that that that's me. That's literally. Meanwhile, me. we who grew up with our dads, we see our dads and we're like, that's literally me. <laughs> <laughs> I just find it interesting that someone who clearly cares about aesthetics would even contemplate being a furry. What are you talking about, dude? What's more aesthetic than nature, than <laughs> the natural world, and the fucking animals that inhabit it? Dude, you can't. Okay, I guess I'll just say one more thing is that his uh, roommate was interviewed by some Oregon newspaper, OPB, no, I, mm. Oregon Live or something. She told the site he became more radicalized during the Donald Trump administration. She heard him oh. yelling racial slurs in his room and deriding women. <laughs> So many such cases. Let let he who has not yelled racial slurs and derided women in his room cast the first stone, though, right? Like, what are we doing here? The last the last thing I'll mention are a couple of uh, comments on of our sponsored site, our drama, the sponsors of the show. A couple comments that people made regarding this. Imagine being a Portland detective and you have to investigate a shooting between a grown man who dresses up in a dog and a bunch of grown men who dress up as communists. <laughs> and you're not allowed to laugh at any of them. <laughs> Can we get a shout out to our boys in blue? Can you imagine having to do that and like keep a stone cold stoic face and not... It's like the, um, the, the people who are asking, like, imagine what it's like to be Chris Chan's lawyer defense lawyer <laughs> <laughs> yeah same type of uh, shit clown world meets the real world <laughs> another user comments can you prosecute a furry for shooting portlanders there are no humans involved <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess we'll move on to our next segment. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. The uh, Don't Say Gay Bill in Florida. It is an amendment to Florida's so-called Don't Say Gay Bill that would explicitly require schools to inform parents of their child's sexual orientation. And Hmm. uh, the amendment filed by bill sponsor Joe Harding on February 18th changes the bill to instead not only require disclosure, but requires schools to tell parents within within six weeks of learning the student is any other sexual orientation other than straight. (laughs) How do you guys feel about this? Well, I I certainly am not missing the irony of, um, and I'm 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 assuming the Democrats are probably fighting back against this because this was a Republican amendment. I I read the article a little bit, and uh, I definitely am not missing the irony of a Republican conservative trying to force families right to have a discussion about their children's sexuality, and these so-called Democrats and progressives are you know opposing it, assuming that kids coming out will automatically lead to them being abused. It's just it's just you know just very backwards. You know what's interesting is in uh, before this guy filed the amendment, the bill it, it required schools to inform families of their child's L- LGBTQ plus status, but mm-hmm. it left an option for exemption for disclosure uh, for cases where there's a suspicion of the information leading to abuse, neglect, or abandonment. But the new amendment is like, well, you know, those those kids, if you abuse, neglect, or abandon them, maybe maybe it'll fix them up. Maybe it'll maybe it'll unscramble that well, mess. Right? I think I think I think we need unscramble to look in a little. Egg. I think we need to hone in our focus a little more. Okay, because here's what's what's strange to me here is like, what what are we operating off of? What what's the premise here? The premise is that you have kids out here telling agents of the state what their kinks are. <laughs> So this is like, like, what does this say about our society where as a result of this, we're having to make laws to regulate, you know, what, what, uh, what actions are taken in response to that? How about just like, who does that? Like who goes to their fucking teacher and is like, uh, yeah, I have a, I have a butt plug in right now, actually. (laughs) See, I, what I think if they're going to pass this, I think they should have to disclose if they're straight as well. And they should have to like give like detailed, like chat logs of like, oh, we caught him like, you know, you know, send them all the screenshots of them like sending flirty snaps to other students. Does the, yeah, and then does if like can... what if the kid if the kid denies it, right? Yeah, you're right. Like does the does the state does the does the state then have like the burden to prove that the kids are actually gay? Yeah. And then... <laughs> bring bring them into court. Yeah, you okay. have like a fucking a homosexual tribunal, like <laughs> Actually, that happens in the UK sometimes. There's actually like that happens in real courts (laughs) because you can, if you're gay in a country that bans homosexuality, you can claim refugee status in the UK because you're gay. But sometimes some like boomer judge will be like, "Okay, but have you got any like videos proving that you're a lesbian?" And it's like happened unironically in real life. So it's you know, if they ever need any UK judges to give them guidance on that can be done piece of way ahead piece of evidence number one browsing history (laughs) you gotta you gotta bring it in and i listen to ariana grande every day okay (laughs) i'm a man and i listen to this (laughs) tell me that that's not homosexual And it's counter evidence they could present, you know, the whole like evidence that in fact traps are not gay. <laughs> Objection, that, that, Your that... Honor, my client never touched the dick and balls. <laughs> no. Objection, Your Honor. 
I said no homo before performing those acts. <laughs> Has the prosecution considered that this was in fact a feminine penis? <laughs> <laughs> Is there is there court uh, precedence on submitted this? into evidence? <laughs> America really does just enjoy using this whole states' rights thing to just introduce. Like they're just they're just taking the like they're just they must be doing this for fun. There must be some like oh, from Republican yeah. guy that's just like we do a little trolling and then like Feder- his underlings. That's what you get with serious. federalism. That's yeah. federalism and bore and boredom is a is a combination for endless entertainment. Maybe it's it's kind of like you know maybe if we get all these people outed as gay, then it'll distract from the fact that I'm secretly gay. <laughs> something like that. No, no these, these kids are all gay. Their I'm, parents I'm need gay. to know that. Their parents don't need to know that I'm gay. <laughs> it was proven in, in the gay tribunal that they're gay. I haven't been convicted in court. Is there any, uh, any other things you might want to talk about? Our last segment here today is that Victoria's Secret, uh, they, they hired their first model with down syndrome oh. right so sophia, oh. <laughs> so, wow. sophia Giraud, 24 becomes victoria's secrets first model down syndrome <clears throat> dream come true she says when i was little i looked i'm sorry let me try that again when i was little i looked Shut myself the in the mirror up. and said Shut i'm going to be a model up. and a business woman <laughs> Okay, so do you guys want to see a picture of her? Because, look, I'm not ableist. Like, how can you have a problem with this and not have a problem with all the fat women Victoria's Secret has been platforming? Like, we need to we need to talk about oh, who they've been I agree. It's a double standard. It's definitely because a double standard. I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, share the screen now. I mean, like, see? Like, Hell yeah. Those tits are retarded, bro. <laughs> See, I do just think it's really empowering how new neoliberalism <laughs> finds ways to sexualize new demographics. Like, I think this is a massive step forward for, for people with Down syndrome that now they too yeah. can be coomed over by executives. Uh, and the question I'm sure everybody in the audience is, is asking is, you know, well, would you do her? And the answer is, of course, uh, absolutely. Yes. Gladly. Well, but and respectfully. All women are retarded, right? Like, yeah, what, what's bit. the difference here? This one's diagnosed. <laughs> Like, okay, I, I'm I'm just saying. I think we've all done worse. Yeah, I'm I'm about to do worse later tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I just brought this in because I wanted to say those tits are retarded. <laughs> that, that's I honestly, about... I I was wondering. I was like, why are we fucking talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do think we need to have a discussion on platforming. You know, mm-hmm. uh, like I said earlier, Victoria's Secret platforms fat women to be bikini models. And that's something that should just be seen as, you know, culturally offensive. We're in, mm. we're in a, we're, what am I trying to say here? I guess I support cancel culture in that regard, right? Like when you see something that is just plainly offensive to all your sensibilities, that you look at it and in your stomach, you can just feel the, the twisting the twisting in your stomach that says this is wrong and we shouldn't allow this in a polite democratic society, right? How do we how do we get Victoria's Secret to understand that platforming extreme extremist weight is uh wrong? Extremist weight speech. <laughs> I mean, I think you could probably start by stopping buying their products. Yeah, I guess. Do people, I'm not gonna... well, well, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. This is a this is a model, right? This is a Victoria's Secret model. So they're using it for advertisement. So that 
is that, that that's right or is it like a catalog or what, what is this dude i don't fucking know next like who buys that kind of <laughs> stuff who buys catalogs or fucking magazines or calendars of women anymore like okay i want i want to say this because i used to get the victoria's secret catalog when i was a kid because uh you know my my mom got it um right. it's just something that comes in in the mail it's an advertisement it's free and I just want to talk about how hard it must be for kids nowadays. I mean, I guess I have internet porn, but back in the day, like, you know, that Victoria's Secret catalog, when it came in the mail, at a certain point, I checked the mail every day before my family in case I came in. That was that was my material right there. <laughs> Keep it hidden under the bed. But now these kids, you know, they get Victoria's Secret catalogs and it's it's filled with extremist weight speech and um yeah it, it's something like does it does it brainwash them and make them into into chubby chasers or like what what does this do psychologically to our children i mean i this also want to point out how this, haven. this this isn't really groundbreaking at all because we've literally had like down syndrome porn for decades no yes <laughs> really yeah some sins cannot be forgiven where <laughs> where tell i'm right hold on let me get my pen and paper <laughs> I'm gonna have to do the rest of the episode one-handed. What the hell? <laughs> this isn't this isn't real, is it? <laughs> huh. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it's you time know, to wrap guys, up. I think and, uh... it's time to wrap up the episode and uh, <laughs> get out of here. Uh, I have to, I have an appointment to get to. Uh, so, uh, extreme centrist memes. X, my boy X. X, go and give it to you. What a you have any final thoughts any wisdom you'd like to impart on our audience today thank you for coming on thank you very much it's been good fun um yeah just that uh there might be people with down syndrome in heaven but there won't be any fat people <laughs> <laughs> all right and girl pill uh very very cogent final words we'll have your links for all your stuff in the description everyone should go check that out and yep. purchase some some extreme centrist memorabilia uh peace out my gorillas See you next year. My mind said on Zuma. Everything cooler long as I'm not Laura Luma. If you think I'm not number one, I just spell that rumor. Hit that victory boy, yeah, along some motherfucking coochie. Default dance on a bitch. Hit the default dance on a bitch. Floss dance while I'm flossing in a whip. Victory Roy, yeah, when that chop I hit. Self-incrimination, I have no participation. News keep asking that on say shit. You can't have my conversation. Skrrt.